The ground heaves, buckles, and bends under the twisted contortion of frost on dirt made solid here and brittle there. Yet the sun gains intensity, days lengthen, and mud is sure to come. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. There are some animals that just get bad reputations, despite being adorable, even lovable, once you get to know them a bit. Skunks come to mind for their rather off-putting aroma, despite their rather laid-back disposition. Porcupines, too, have a bad reputation, as any forester or dog owner will tell you, despite their cute eating noises and their waddling, carefree disposition. Sometimes the iconic black bear even finds its way onto this list for its propensity to dive headlong into bird feeders and haphazardly into dumpsters, or even, as any Lake Tahoe resident in California will tell you, open up your car door in search of your groceries. There is, however, one animal above all that strikes the most fear and worry into the hearts of farmers and gardeners. They thieve from our carefully tended vegetable gardens, whistle an alarm at the mere sight of us, bolt like a sack of muffins to the safety of their dens, and even elude our most devious schemes for their removal. And yet, on the 2nd of February each year, we bow to the mystical powers of the seer of seers, the fluffy and foreboding, the earthy oracle, the paunchy plunderer, and the feature of today's episode, groundhogs. These coarsely furred, grizzled groundhogs go by a variety of colorful names depending on where you live. Woodchucks, whistlepigs, grass rats, earth pigs, marmots, chucks, land beavers, mouse bears, red monks, or, as they were called by the local Passamaquoddy tribe for thousands of years before that colorful array of English names, Monimquus. In fact, this well-named garden thief's Latin name, Marmota monax, is derived from some of these names. Marmota, from the common name Marmot, and Monax, which is supposedly a Latinized version of their Algonquin name, Munak, which means the digger. All names aside, is this a malicious little marmot or a great gregarious ground squirrel? Well, taxonomically speaking, groundhogs are both marmots and ground squirrels. In fact, they're one of the largest squirrels in the world, and certainly the largest in their own geographic distribution, tipping the scales at a whopping 20 pounds. All this weight is for a very good reason, as their short, stocky build excels at two things. Digging deep holes under trees, rocks, garages, and fences, and putting on thick layers of fat reserves. Without all those fat reserves, they so carefully pack away through months of garden plot plundering, our fearless little mouse bears might not make it through winter, as they are one of our few true hibernators. That is to say, woodchucks actually fall into a deep sleep-like state through the winter and do not stir until spring, or until February 2nd when a group of tuxedoed men in top hats pokes one awake as thousands of onlookers expect the seer of seers to divine the fate of the winter weather. This odd tradition of looking to variously named woodchucks in various U.S. states and Canadian provinces to predict the end of winter and the start of spring is actually a remnant of an old German tradition where a badger was used to the same end. But when settlers found New World badgers few, far between, and of a most disagreeable temperament, they figured our corpulent little chucks to be close enough for meteorology. But as any statistician equipped with pocket protector, calculator, and our values can tell you, our ancestor's hasty substitute for the real McCoy was perhaps a poor one, for Punxsutawney Phil and his prophetical friends are about as predictive as a coin flip and often disagree amongst themselves as to the start of spring. So this Groundhog Day, you too can revel in this wintertime tradition by investigating the latest scoop on your local woodchuck's weather predictions. 
If you would rather spend your Saturday planning your spring garden planting, then perhaps you can celebrate Groundhog Day by reciting some kind of incantation to ward off the cutest of all carrot crooks, spinach swindlers, and kale kleptos. Or you can just add a hefty roll of fine mesh fencing to your winter seed order so you may erect an earth pig excluder. You can find a link to the full transcript of this show, as well as references, contact information, and accompanying photos by visiting archives.weru.org. You can also listen to or download our features or subscribe to podcasts. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) ¶¶